It's the KGEZ Good Morning Show. Robin Mitchell and John Hendricks. And joining us, the Montana Democratic Party State Chair, Robin Driscoll. Good morning, Robin. Hi, good morning. Oh, so this wide, crazy world of uh, <laughs> Congress going on in your neck of the woods. Yeah, we have, last count, um, I think it was eight uh, different Republican candidates running in the Eastern District Congressional Campaign. Um, we have two Democrats um, that have, I believe both of them have filed already. So, yeah, it's um, interesting, and I don't know, is Rosendell going to run again or not? <clears throat> well, he uh, is playing that card very close to the vest. I, I think he's uh, evaluating all of his options there's a good chance that he may be promised uh, uh, something in a Trump administration should another one come along. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, it's interesting because he, you know, spent months making the case that Tim Sheehy has no place representing Montana in the Senate. Um, I happen to agree with him. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's interesting um, to see what will happen there. Well, the Montana um, Democratic Party has uh, done a terrific job, I think, of uh, exposing uh, the weaknesses of that candidate. And I think um, Matt Rosendale was thanking you guys for doing that. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I, And, of course, we will continue um, exposing his, um, you know, wannabe ranch rancher status you know when it when it comes down to it he's an out-of-state tech millionaire um out of touch with montana's way of life because he hasn't lived here long enough to be in touch um you know with with the montana way of life he's a vanity rancher um and i just i firmly believe that um our senator john tester is going to win that race because he is authentic he is an actual um, farmer and has been, you know, he's farming the family um, farm and has been for years. And so I think that people will absolutely see through um, Tim Sheehy and uh, vote because there's a lot of Republicans even that will vote for John Tester because of what he's done for veterans. Um, and so it'll be it'll be a good race, but we will continue to make those exposes. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is that, uh, uh, and we had a quote now from our correspondent in Washington, D.C., Bob Costantini. He, uh, uh, and I, the, the name of this poll escapes me at a moment, but uh, uh, this poll has uh, John Tester up by nine points over either Matt Rosendale or Tim Sheehy. Yeah, and hopefully um, that even with um, uh Rosendell dropping out, you know, hopefully that lead increases. I, um, I mean, I'm of course very excited to see that, but, um, you know, we still have a long way to go. We are not taking anything for granted and we will not ever take anything for granted in this race. Cause as we all know, anything can happen in politics. There's <laughs> yeah. this uh, you know, uh, article in Vanity Fair about uh, Tim Sheehy. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. What I find really interesting is that he's a vanity rancher with an article in Vanity Fair. <laughs> um, 
he has a ranch in Montana, but he doesn't spend any time on it. It's obvious that um, somebody else runs it. He is there only for photo ops. Um, and Montanans are going to clearly see that. Um, he's only lived in Montana a couple of years and, um, you know, sold a company to buy this ranch, sold a company, I think it was a, um, a drone company or something for like $375 million. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it just seems like, the establishment Republican Party is more interested in re- recruiting candidates with deep pockets that can um, fund, self-fund a lot of their races. It's happening around the country. Um, and so I want to be cowboy running in Montana. People are going to see right through that. Why would, uh, why would somebody self-fund their candidacy unless they just have too much money? Well, that's the thing is, you know, um, I mean, Gianforte uh, funded a lot of his campaign with his own money. Um, and so it, it's inter- It's like, well, you know, I don't really have anything much more to do with my time. So I'm going to just, I'll go ahead and file. But people are encouraging me, so I might as well. Um, and I have the money to do it. Um, but because I, I think that money is, different when it's like when you have so much of it that um you can just use it to your pleasure really yeah you could buy is there there a tax break or something like that for uh donating to your (laughs) own campaign no no so it's Um, an investment you, you certainly can yeah you can certainly um um consider it a loan and then um if you get enough donations to cover that loan, you can pay yourself back. Um, but interest, you know, he has the government that he claimed, you know, that he's right in with um, Trump, but the government that they claim to is too big and blah, blah, blah. And that's how he's made so much of his money is through government contracts. Um, so he certainly has benefited greatly from the United States government. I mean, is the uh, is the idea here that uh, he could swing more of those contracts his way uh, if he were elected? Oh, I would not go that far because, I, I mean, that would be a better question for him. I yeah. think that, you know, the idea is that he has enough money to where you know, the senatorial campaign is probably hoping that they can pour money into other races um, rather than his because he can self-fund. I was uh, taken aback by uh, the Gallatin County Republicans' invitation to their annual fundraising dinner. Were you? I'm glad you were, and I would hope that every other Montanan would be as well. Um, I mean, it's just... It was so insulting. Um, they shared a save the date last month for their annual fundraising dinner. Um, and among, you know, I don't know if you saw the invitation, but some of the most shocking quotes were calling the hundreds of thousands of hardworking Montanas um, who rely on social services peasant families. Um, the inv- It actually reads, our medical and educational systems are being bankrupted by non-paying peasant families looking for free stuff, um, which is just shocking. And NBC, Montana, broke the story. Um, 
which of course prompted them to totally scrub it from their website, um, scrub the invitation with the offensive language, but it's out there. We have it posted on our website. Um, they reached out to Gallatin County Republicans, um, demanding answers from, you know, people like Representative Jane Gillette, Jed Hinkle, um, no response, of course, but it's just appalling and insulting to see uh, leaders use words like peasants to describe, you know, friends, family, and neighbors across the state of Montana. Well, it's it's one of those many things that uh, happens in our world where uh, somebody makes a blanket indictment without really knowing the facts. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, they they haven't even apologized for that. Obviously, they know that they have egg on their face because they scrubbed it. But, um, you know, that's when you apologize and say, yeah, you know, that, that was offensive and I'm sorry. And move along, you know. Uh, so let's let's focus on the Montana Democratic Party now. Uh, it it seems as though um, it seems as though the names we're hearing for candidacies are names that are strange to us, names that we have never heard before. Um, can you help us? Uh, first of all, those two Democrats who are running in uh, the second congressional district, I have never heard their names before. Sure. Um, so Ming Cabrera is one of the candidates. He lives in Billings, um, and he has uh, run for the legislature in the past. Um, and then Kevin Ham is out of Helena. Um, he has he ran for the PSC, and um, I'm kind of surprised that you didn't hear his name last time because I believe um, he was in a primary with John uh, Rep- Repack, um, and that was up in your neck of the woods, I think, Um uh, and John won that PSC primary, but yeah, so they are both candidates. They're, um, I know that they're working hard to try and get their name out there, um, and will continue to do so. Um, you know, and a, a lot of times people like the fact that it's an outsider, um, somebody that hasn't been, even though they've both actually been involved in politics for quite some time, um, but they're not political insiders. Uh, Robin, you have run for office many times. Um, what is the worst part of running for office for you? For me, myself, the worst part was raising money. Yeah, everybody, um, everybody says that. That is just, you know, that's horribly humbling to have to go and ask people to support you. It is. And, you know, people kept telling me, don't, why do you feel that way? You, you're asking people to support um, your beliefs that they also, you know, share your belief system. But um, asking friends and family for money is, um, it's, it's, was just so hard that the best part about it was knocking on doors and visiting with people um, about what their concerns are and what they would like to see happen in the state of Montana um, a lot of people, I think that's the hardest part for them is knocking doors, and that was the easiest part for me. Um, there's a question that I've been meaning to ask you. Um, the, the thought has always been, at least to, as long as I can remember, that if you want to win a statewide election in Montana, you have to carry Yellowstone County. 
with the changes in the demographics and the growth in our uh, Montana's population, is that still the case? You know, I, I think it is still the case. I don't know that you, I mean, I don't know that you necessarily have to win Yellowstone County, but you have to come awfully darn close. Um, and I don't know why that is. And the demographics, like you said, are changing. Um, Gallatin County has grown exponentially. Flathead has grown exponentially. Um, and so those are other places that you have to make a really good showing, um, I believe. But I still think that in Yellowstone County, you have to make a good showing to win. Yeah. And, uh, well, it was Yellowstone County that uh, turned the tide for Denny Reberg when he ran against John Tester, and it was Yellowstone County that turned the tide on Matt Rosendale when he lost to John Tester. Yeah, yeah, and Cascade County is critical as well, um, That and the Great Falls area, of course, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Yellowstone County definitely is, is still right up there in a must-do-well in. <laughs> well, that was also uh, what... Uh, uh, what uh, got Gianforte uh, a second term, or a, you know, a first term as governor, and it got him in Congress, was uh, being able to win Yellowstone County. Yeah, yep. Um, and, you know, as we all know, Yellowstone County tilts um, uh, to the right. But um, John Tester has is a proven winner, a proven candidate, a proven senator, who has done great things for the state of Montana. Um, and I believe that he will get around the state, not just in Yellowstone County, but he will do um, well with Republican voters as well, just because he is so gracious. He is so, um, I'll just say normal. For, you know, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, has, he has done a fabulous job, and so... I, I'm just so thankful and grateful to him for running again um, and look forward to having him win that race. Well, Robin, thank you so much for the insights from the Democratic Party this morning. Yep, thank you. I'll talk to you later. You got it. Right.